Welcome back, everyone. Another week of Taurus Talk here at SG Taurus. I'm your host, Matt LePan. This week, we are once again joined by one of our friends from Mitsubishi Electric, and it is Sean Gallagher. He is one of the area sales managers here in the Northeast. And Sean, first time on the podcast. It's great having you on. Welcome to Taurus Talk. Thank you very much for having me. I've been looking forward to it. We're really happy to have you on. And just for folks who don't know you, since it is the first time having you on, can you give a brief introduction to who you are, what your experience in the industry is, and how you got to your role over at Mitsubishi? I'd love to. So uh, my name is Sean Gallagher. I am an area sales manager for Mitsubishi Electric. My territory is Southeastern Mass and Rhode Island to include Boston, the Cape, and obviously the state of Rhode Island. I've been in the industry for about 24 years. Uh, a lot of that was in the supply house model, product manager, sales manager, things like along those lines. And I've always admired the Mitsubishi line, worked very closely with uh, Mitsubishi Electric really like the way that the industry is going towards the uh, what I like to call VRF, variable refrigerant flow. A lot of folks use the term mini split or duck list. And really, those are kind of misnomers right now, right? Because, you know, they're not mini anymore. You can get up to 36,000 BTUs at a wall model. And they're not really completely ductless anymore because there's ducted models. And, and just really exciting the way that the, uh, the variable refrigerant flow system works and all the possibilities that are out there. So mm-hmm. I took an opportunity with Mitsubishi Electric, and, and I'm very pleased we're happy to have you working with us and with our dealers. If you folks don't know Sean yet, you'll know. He's going to be around to whether it be in your shop or doing a Zoom with you. You guys are going to be in touch with him. So get used to the name because uh, it's really, really great to work with Sean and all the folks over at Mitsubishi Electric. You know all of our, our area folks. We love them and we love working with them. Today, Sean's on to talk about the FS line of equipment is indoor models. And Sean, before we get too far into it and some of the features, what pieces of equipment are included in this FS line? So the FS line is our, our deluxe model. So really refers to predominantly the indoor units, which can be used on a one-to-one. So one condenser to one evaporator or the FS evaporator can be used on the multi-zone, the MXZ offering. Uh, which is multiple evaporators off of a single condenser, whether that be port style condenser or that condenser uses a branch box. When we talk about the FS models, there's some really exciting innovations that are happening to bring this line together. And the reason we're talking about it is because a lot of people don't know some of these cool features. What are some of the things that set this line apart? And really there, there's kind of one exciting piece that, that I think is the best part about it. I think you agree with me. It's the dual barrier coating. Can you talk about that oh. and how that innovates the line? Absolutely. Thank you for bringing that up. We're very excited about the dual barrier coating. That was released when the FS models came out in January. And it's on the FS models and on the GS models as well. So the FS models, you could kind of liken to, they're all the models that have the IC sensor, uh, wall-mounted evaporators that have the IC sensor built into them. So um, the, our deluxe model with the IC sensor, the four louvers, okay, and now the uh, dual barrier coating. You'll also find the dual barrier coating on the GS models, okay, which are right now, that's the 30,000 BTU and 36,000 BTU one-to-ones. They were formerly known as the MSZ D30 and D36. Those models are now MSZ GS30 and GS36. And the question often comes up, well, when will that technology, that dual barrier coating technology, uh, kind of trickle down to the rest of what was for what is the GL models? And that's coming soon. So we'll be seeing those those smaller GL models, that six through 24s, 
become the GSs. And at that point, the dual barrier coding will be applied to them. But if you don't mind, I'd like to kind of go into what that dual barrier coding is and what the benefits are. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like I said, this is something that anyone who's listened knows that we can kind of, we can nerd out on things here pretty well. And I think this is something worth nerding out over because it's a really innovative thing that's going to kind of take your product offering when you're offering some of these Mitsubishi electric products to the next level. It really is. So the dual barrier coating is an industry-leading patented coating. Mitsubishi has a patent on it, so we're the only ones that have it. And what it is is a coating that is applied to the heat exchanger, the veins, the air duct, which is the basically what we like to consider the chassis or the plastic shell that's in the path of the air, as well as the blower wheel. And what it does is it prevents dust and fibers and oil and smoke and all of these kind of little nasty airborne contaminants uh, from collecting on the inside of the unit. A lot of folks are familiar with the slang term uh, dirty sock syndrome or you know the, the, the odor that can kind of build up in an indoor unit if it's neglected over time. And so with this dual barrier coating, it's going to be, it's a real game changer. It's actually increases airflow by 30% and it's a 19% reduction in uh, energy consumption as well. Uh, think of it like Teflon, okay? Nothing sticks yep. to it, right? So it, we're, we're going to really reduce that organic buildup that we're so familiar with on units that get neglected. Certainly want to make sure that we're maintaining everything annually, like we do with any piece of equipment. But uh, this is basically going to stop that uh, hydrophobic and hydrolithic contaminants, like I mentioned, dust, dirt, fibers, oil, cigarette smoke, things like this from, from caking up on here and then allowing other things to build up on top of that. I almost look at it, you said like Teflon, like in a nonstick pan. Uh, mm. The kind of the way I thought of it was like that coating that you can get on your car where the water just beads right off your windshield or right off the paint and mm-hmm. you know prevent scratches and all that. That's kind of how I look at it because the pictures that are out there on this that uh, that Shauna showed me, it really is amazing when you look at a unit that's been running for a long time. And even if it's maintained, it can still, things can cake up, things can get in the cracks and crevices. With this dual barrier coating, it really prevents that. And it, it keeps it looking newer, longer. So one, there's the look. But then the energy efficiency part, for me, is the part that really innovates this. Because... As you continue to use these indoor heads, you expect, not necessarily expect, but the the energy efficiency is going to go down because of use and because of buildup and because of folks not doing what they're supposed to be doing in terms of maintaining it. This makes it so that even if you might not be doing it perfectly, your indoor unit is going to be running at peak efficiency and you'll be getting the most out of these pieces of equipment. Absolutely. And really, we're going to be saving energy on top of an already extremely energy efficient product line. So that, that's a big takeaway from this as well. Another thing on the FS units, uh, again, we kind of sometimes think of it as old technology because it's been around since about 2012. But the IC sensor has really evolved as well. So mm-hmm. in some other manufacturers, they really kind of use a motion sensor. And while the IC sensor that Mitsubishi has is also a motion sensor, it's also senses heat and really breaks the room up into, into small sections and, and looks at what's going on in the room. So not only can it sense motion, but it can sense a person and we can have a direct or indirect airflow, whichever you prefer. So let's say I pick uh, the, the direct airflow. Well, that sensor can pick me up as a person in the room, not just motion, but, but the heat signature of my body as well 
and basically direct air towards me if I like that feeling. Uh, on the opposite end of that spectrum, if I don't like that feeling, I can go ahead and uh, choose indirect airflow. And again, it's gonna pick me up as a person and it's gonna kind of use those four louvers to direct the air away from me and give me a better experience in the room as well. So another big, big thing on the FS models. That makes it more comfortable, right? Everything Absolutely. with everything with any type of heating and cooling is about comfort to the end user. Mm-hmm. And you as the HVAC installer or technician or salesperson or owner, whatever, whoever you are listening to this, if you can go into a home and you can say, hey, you know how you know you have your say that they're switching from just your old window model that blows air in one direction. It's either right at you or right at the ceiling or floor. Well, now we can give you the option to give this indirect flow. And I think that this one really is, is something that people get uncomfortable, right? You get hot, you're, you're hot and then you sit down and the air conditioning is blowing right on you. All of a sudden you're cold. You got to move to a different seat. You got to go turn down the air conditioner. Well, then you get hot again. All of a sudden, both in heating and cooling aspects, you can go indirect flow in the room is much more comfortable. The person in the room is much more comfortable. And it's all because of this sensor that, like you said, it's been around for plenty of time, but it really, in terms of using it in residential applications and in these premium indoor units is extremely innovative. And it's so different from anything else you can get on the market. Agreed. Uh, one other thing I did want to bring up um, on the dual barrier coating is Mitsubishi actually did a study. Um, they did a simulated 10-year operation of the equipment. Some of the pictures, uh, I had sent you a slide there a little while ago, and some of the pictures you can see from there, after the simulated 10 years of runtime, you can see where the, the coil with the dual barrier coating versus and blower wheel with the dual barrier coating versus not having it. There is a significant difference in buildup and things like this. So really the 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 proof is in the view of, of what you can see there, which is great. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I kind of touched on this a little bit, but it's night and day. You look at, you look at the main pieces of what this is protecting. The ones that don't have the dual barrier coating, they're kind of gross looking. If you were to look at it and then say, well, this is what's blowing air into my room. You'd be like, oh, I, I need to get a new one. Then you look at the one with the dual barrier coating. You're like, oh, this looks almost exactly like it did 10 years ago when it was installed, or this looks exactly how it's supposed to look. It looks clean. It looks cared for. And it's because this dual barrier coating, again, it's preventing it from penetrating into the components. And that's the most important part, right? If it's going to hit it and kind of slide right off of that coating, it's going to keep things easier to maintain and it's going to keep it cleaner, more efficient. That's everything you want because even if you know something is going to be working well for a long time, if the customer sees dust buildup or, you know, gets that, that kind of gross smell once a year, you can come in and fix it, but it's not a great customer experience if you have to come in because they say once a year, ah, it's starting to smell again. Well, if you get these, you know, more premium models with this coating, it's not going to smell, stuff's not going to build up on it and you're going to have happier customers. Absolutely. And, you know, unfortunately we've had a, a very hard two-year lesson in indoor air quality, haven't we, with the we COVID situation and things like this. So so being able to purchase an evaporator um, that out of the box has uh, these sort of health-conscious coating attached to it to keep that stuff from building up and things like this, I think is a great, great offering. And I'm, I'm proud that Mitsubishi is offering that. So we've discussed the dual barrier coating as well as the IC sensor. Obviously, 
there's a lot more that goes into it. What are some of the other key features that you think folks should know about in these FS units that make them something that should go into the offering for anyone offering Mitsubishi Electric? Oh, on the deluxe models, you've got so many features. Um, one that pops to mind is going to be the uh, the natural flow or natural breeze feature, which uses all of the louvers and different sp- fan speeds at different times to create more of a of an outdoor like experience. You know, with the the breeze just kind of uh, coming and going, and, and just kind of a very relaxing feature that you have there, as well as when we start talking about our powerful mode. Uh, that's available one time per hour for 15 minutes in heating or cooling. Depending what your set point is, you can go and press the powerful mode and it will let that unit ramp itself right up and try it basically right at the top of its run cycle to be able to achieve that level of comfort or that indoor uh, temperature that's desired uh, faster than, than normal. And again, once an hour for 15 minutes, and then it'll revert back to its normal setting. So imagine that you came into the house and it was a little bit stuffy or something like this. Mm-hmm. You could put that in powerful mode and all of a sudden, in air conditioning and all of a sudden, you know, really ramp up and take that heat load out of the space and, and achieve your level of comfort. Same in, in uh, heating, if you came into that space and it was just a little chilly, you know, maybe you came out from outside, you were shoveling, you know, and uh, you came in a little bit chilly, you could put it in heat in powerful mode and, and warm the place right up. So another great feature that's available. All these features really are amazing from the different set points you can have and the power mode all the way back to what we really hit on the most here, that dual barrier coating. And Sean said this, I want to make sure I reiterate it for all of you out there listening, just because the dual barrier coating makes it so that things stay cleaner and more efficient and you know that dirt and dust and everything falls right off, that does not mean it's just a set it and forget it type of thing. Make sure you're still doing all the regular maintenance. Make sure that this is still getting cleaned and maintained and everything. This is going to help if you have to go a little bit longer in between them, but make sure you're still doing them. Don't set it and forget it. That's going to lead to unhappy customers. Like we said, with this dual barrier coating, things are going to look a lot better, but nothing is going to prevent dust and dirt and anything else from building up if you ignore it. So make sure you're still doing your regular maintenance, even in these premium models with the dual barrier coating. If you have any questions, touch base with your TMs, touch base with one of the branch managers, inside sales, they'll be able to either get you the information or get you in touch with someone like Sean or any of the other great area managers we have here that we work with at SG Taurus. Or if you're just looking to do it on your own, go on to mylinkdrive.com. You'll be able to find all the information you need right there. But like I said, Sean may be newer to the area, but you're going to get to know him if you don't already know him. We want to thank Sean again for coming on. Want to thank all of you out there for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find us. Just search Taurus Talk. Follow along on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn using the hashtag Taurus Talk. And as always, catch all of our podcasts right on our website, sgtaurus.com backslash Taurus Podcasts, or click that podcast icon on the app. Want to thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next week on Taurus Talk.